don't don't think of these kind of voices as something negative. I believe that they are actually messengers uh, from mm -hmm. uh, messages from your body, and you should listen to these messages. So if they say, "Oh God, you really deserve the drink," that probably means you have burned a candle on both ends and in the middle, mm -hmm. and you probably haven't drunk enough water. You probably haven't given your body the electrolytes, the trace elements, the vitamins that right. you need, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So your body is actually saying, "Help, I need something here." But what your brain says, "Oh, it needs alcohol." Welcome to the Persistence You podcast with Lisbeth, and that's you as in university. But we're much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Hi, Persisters and brother, not one brother, brothers. It's Lisbeth and welcome to 2024 Persistence U. It is an exciting time. I wonder how your holidays went and are you so glad like I am that they're over? A lot of people think about good habits come January. Of course, we've forgotten them sometimes by February, however, I will say that in America, anyway, there's dry January is a tradition for a lot of people. And I bring this up because today's guest, Dr. Stefan Neff, who's from New Zealand, patching in. So we have a huge time difference, but he's taking time out to talk about alcohol and his relationship with it and his journey to a healthier life. Um, so he'll be talking about that in general, but a lot of people are finding value in stopping drinking completely in January to just reevaluate their relationship with alcohol. And CBS News a couple of days ago put out online an article about dry January. And it talks about how alcohol use and abuse rose sharply during the pandemic. But now a lot of people, in fact, about a third of us, at least in America, are saying we're drinking less now. We're intentionally starting to drink less. We recognize it's not good for us, or maybe it's masking some other things, and it's time to evaluate that relationship. So listen today with an open mind and see what you think. For me personally, even before this podcast, I've been thinking about the same thing over the last many months. Want to have better habits with eating and have less sugar, and certainly alcohol is nothing but sugar. So I always try to figure out a cost benefit analysis in life to the habits that I have. And if it's something like going out for coffee, um, you know, just kind of taking an inventory into the things that I do regularly. But I find that it helps me a lot to add a habit before I subtract a habit. So if I'm gonna cut back on one thing, I need to add something first. So for me, I personally, if you're on YouTube, you can see it, but I added Odyssey, these fabulous mushroom elixir drinks. They don't have any CBD, but I get them at the CBD store. Totally legal, nothing bad in them. It has some good ingredients, things like lion's mane, cordyceps, green tea. Um, I think ginseng, 
but really helpful on focus and a wonderful taste and a great feeling of a treat. So I don't mind then if I'm not going to have a, an adult beverage later because I have a substitute. So I don't know. What do you like to do to relax that keeps your health in mind and keeps you feeling like your, your best self instead of your muted self, your less energetic self? Anyway, hope you enjoyed today's show. I surely am looking forward to it. So let me bring him on in just a second. Thanks so much. Those of you who have Audible, please feel free. Listen to my book, Grounded in Grit, Turn Your Challenges into Superpowers is finally available on Audible. And I am so excited about that. I'm also excited that I got Audible credits for a stocking stuffer this year for my daughter. So that was really fun. And hope it's warm where you are. It's freezing where I am. And it's so pretty. So pretty. I'm grateful for seasons. Thanks so much. I'm grateful for you and to kick off this new year. Dr. Stefan Neff, thank you so much for patching in today. We have a huge time difference and you know my future. It is Wednesday in New Zealand and Tuesday here in East Tennessee. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me on your show. It's an absolute honor and privilege. And I'm wishing you and your audience a happy, healthy, and wealthy 2024. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and speaking of healthy, let's talk about healthy for a moment. Because when I gave your introduction, and I, I would love to hear more about your, a little bit about your bio, but I did talk about this being the beginning of the new year. And sober January mm. is a thing in the United States, maybe not in New Zealand, but we take one <laughs> month out of the year and think about health, and then we spend 11 yeah. months. <laughs> uh, I disagree 100%, because whilst you might say it's a month, I would say that 90% of your New Year's resolutions are down the gurgler or into the wine class by the 8th or the 9th of January. So we've got another, what, three days, four days? Right. So guys, live your dream. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good point. Now yeah. tell me, what kind of doctor are you? And I know that you came from Germany and then yeah. moved to New Zealand. So could you say a little bit about that before we get started? Oh, absolutely. You I'm an anesthetist here, or anesthesiologist, as you call them over there in the States. Um, uh, it's a job that I absolutely love. And and so I spend most of my time in theaters or in the clinic to see my patients. Um, but my, my passion is really the mental health um, aspects of life um, and the, the, the functional medicine aspects of life, how our beautiful webs of, of uh, organ systems are interlinked and how we can actually, by, by doing the right things, how we can switch off bad genes and how we can actually bring out the best in us. There is actually a whole science nowadays behind that, which is fantastic. And that's and that's for me. It's it puts a big smile on my face because that's me today. Um, I was born sixty six. I'm fifty seven now. Uh, and there was certainly a time in my life when I was not looking so much into healthy nutrition. When basically nutrition meant well, have a bit of a <laughs> have a piece of uh, of pizza next to my wine. Um, and basically, I was I was just a workaholic. And unfortunately, from young age onwards, I've learned how to work hard. So I've got a good work ethic, but I never learned how to deal with negative emotions. And 
unfortunately, over over the period of my lifetime, there were maybe a few more traumas than than I like to remember, and I never was taught or modeled to me how I deal with that. And so living in the 80s, um, there were my heroes of Bruce Willis, Die Hard, or Lethal Weapon. Uh, you know, there's, and if you look at these anti-heroes of that time, hard drinking, hard fighting men, who from now and then even shared an emotion such as, I'm hungry. Um, and that would be about as emotional as it gets. And that was that was my, my youth, my teenager years. And since I was the victim of a gang assault and ended up with quite some, but yeah, quite nasty PTSD with hindsight, that was never recognized. And on the contrary, I reframed it as, hey, look at me. I'm a survivor. I'm a man, a real man. And the real man was running away by working hard, which was very much acknowledged by society and, and furthered by society. Great. Look here. He's working hard. What a man. And now he's drinking hard. What a man. Right. <laughs> so you get the idea. <laughs> but having said that, there's only so much, so much you can you can hide and and so much you can try to push down before things uh do start to derail. And that was certainly also the case in my life. Um it is uh, it took me really a stint in rehab in my mid 40s or 10 years ago to actually introduce me to the concept of feelings, to the mm. to the true meaning of integrity, to extreme ownership, um, to all those things that I nowadays subscribe to and, and I'm proud of and that put a smile on my face, even if it's a rainy day, but I'm doing something that I didn't want to do. But I, I uh, and the, the little voice told me, "Oh, come on! You don't need to do that." And I, I, I step on that voice and then do it, and that puts a smile on my face. And that right. is so different from that person I was in the past. So therefore, it's that transformation from from someone who was running away all the time to nowadays someone who is far more in tune with the feelings. Not that I always liked them. Okay, I I still sure. get sad, and I, I still get um, from now on that even shame and guilt. And but I nowadays examine them, and think, well, actually, that's appropriate. And then I accept it. And I always describe it as riding the wave. Um, if you're in the in the ocean, and you see a big wave coming towards you, well, you can be angry about that wave. You can shout at that wave. You can tell that wave to go away. And the wave it doesn't care. So you might as well do something with that wave. The wave will come. So you might either experience it, how it throws you around if you're in the surf, or you might surf it, or you might dive under it. Whatever you do, the, the wave doesn't care, but you might as well do something with this wave. Now, that, that same happens with bad times, with negative emotions. Regrettably, also beautiful emotions. They come and go just as much. Right. <laughs> and sometimes I would love that, that that wave to last a bit longer, actually. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny you should say that about the working so much, because that can be its own addiction. And so, oh, hell yes. you know. I, I was a workaholic long before I was an alcoholic. No two right. ways around that. And I have to say that resonates with me as well. <laughs> if you've gone through some really, really deep traumas, one way of escaping can be 
you know, I, I don't feel comfortable in maybe my feelings or my relationships, but here's a place that is predictable and it, you know, yep. it works you exactly. know, great because it's something I can control and that can be and, not a good thing. And therefore coming back now also to the dry January, um, we have got actually try November and then they've got try July. So I'm just actually thinking back, there are multiple ways and uh, things that people are encouraged here around the world to stop mm -hmm. drinking. The reality is always the same. Um, yes, you can stop drinking and it's often quite easy on the first because you are hungover like hell. Um, <laughs> so therefore there is no problem there. The second and the third, okay, you're holding in there, but then life continues. Mm -hmm. And now you have thrown out your toys, i.e. the stuff that has numbed you so nicely, but you actually have not done anything to, to now help you. Now you say, oh, come on, I go to the gym. Yes, that's it. And you haven't right. been to the gym for a year. And now you do a two-hour workout. Guess what? You're not going to the gym the next week because everything hurts you. So <laughs> now you're in pain. You're in increasing emotional pain because you see yourself as a failure because you want to have a drink. Your body hurts. You're suddenly realizing you're no longer 17. And then suddenly you have to go back to work and people are still the same old beep, however you want to call them, um, and so on and so on. Life continues. Well, guess what? Ten days later, you are. You have deserved that drink. Come on, look at you. You have done ten, ten days without alcohol. You have deserved that. Or it was a really hard day. You deserved that. You, you know. Or it was actually a really good day. Wow, let's celebrate. Um, or it was a normal day. Oh, okay. Um, what is today? Happy, nice socks day. Let's celebrate. Right. We find reasons. We find reasons, okay? And I think that is the thing. We have not changed anything that is driving us underneath the surface. And therefore, um, if you go into the rooms in AA, etc., you I often call these people uh, dry, dry drunks or white necklaces um, because really they're hanging in there. No, I don't need a drink. I need to go for free mini things every day. And I, I can't even talk a sentence without thinking about, you know, that is the, the kind of detention that you perceive in some people because they have not had the opportunity to actually change the way they are dealing with their demons, with their, their problems. They haven't yet explored other techniques of maybe breathing. Breath work is such a powerful thing that we can do. The mindfulness, the meditation, um, the intentional use of our body. And I, I say it so widely because one of the key things is that you do something. I think to, I often myself failed by thinking, oh, from now on, I will do 30 minutes of cardio every day. And of course you can't. And then you see yourself as a failure, etc. Whilst you could say, okay, provided it is safe, I park my car furthest away from the supermarket and then walk the rest. Um, okay, so suddenly you have added, I don't know, 500 steps by just mm -hmm. doing that. Um, you could say, uh, instead of doing now only salad leaves, you can say, well, from now on, I have a glass of water on the bedside table and before my feet actually reach the ground, I have a glass of water. I start hydrating. That's easy things. These are low hanging fruits that we that we should encourage each other 
to actually pick straight away. These are little things, but these are these are little starts of habits. How we can suddenly change things. Suddenly you're 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 altering the way your your mind is dragged in very different directions. For example, there was a beautiful study in a Finnish prison where they uh, changed the nutrition uh, just for a few days and basically put more uh, more things that I would call food actually into the, into their their trays. Um, guess what? The the violence rate dropped by thirty percent just in a few days. And now that is a lot. Now here here you've got the direct link between making small changes in nutrition with mm -hmm. a direct change in behavior. Now, let's say we do that the same with us. Instead of going for no breakfast, because you're hungover, then having some sweet, sugary, high-fat content at lunchtime, follow it up with a croissant and, and some muffin at, you know, these are all empty calories. Let's say we actually start giving the body what we need. And that is with the nutrition, that's with the mm -hmm. hydration, that's with small episodes of rest, and and just calming down for a moment, taking five minutes for yourself. Mm -hmm. That is doing a bit more exercise. These are not huge things. I'm not changing the world. It's not these New Year's resolutions. Forget that. They are there. No, no, forget it. But rather make the decision of actually, well, sit down and think, who do you want to be when you grow up? And I don't care if you're 17 or 70. Who do you want to be? What is that person looking like? How does that person behave? And if that person is full of vomit because you have just another binge drink, is that really who you want to be? Or who is this other person in you that wants to come out? And you might initially have no answer, but I mean, I ask you to keep asking the why and, and the who do you want to be? And then suddenly you realize, huh, okay, you begin to get this picture. And I want you now to become more crystal clear in that picture and clearer and clearer. And then have got an end point where you want to be. And now it's easy because you've got all that pent up energy and you've got that goal there. And now you just need to redirect. Whilst previously your pent up energy was maybe anger and you let that out on the wrong people. Often enough on yourself by, you know, committing suicide in installments, drinking, dangerous sex, doing all kinds of things that are really not, not really good for you. The addictions come so manifold. But here we are by actually thinking, okay, who do I want to be? And start working towards that. Maybe surrounding yourself with people that are of that like-minded kind of direction. If you surround yourself with idiots, you're going to be an idiot. Okay. End of the story. If you surround yourself with six real estate investment gazillionaires, well, sooner or later, you will have a few properties under your belt, like it or lump it. So it is what it is. You. The other thing you said too, what I really like is that you think about what we're saying to ourselves before we mm. choose our action. So mm. if it's in relation, let's say to drinking, you know, as an example, what is the message we're telling ourselves? Because I always have something that I'm saying. Is it, I deserve this because oh. this I've accomplished X, Y, and Z this week. This is my treat. And, or 
I deserve this because it's been so stressful, you know, but whatever it is, we have to figure out what we're, how are we giving ourselves permission to do something that isn't helping us? And, you know, what are those messages? And then how do we flip those messages and change them? So it's not like I deserve this drink. It's rather, I deserve to feel not bloated. And I feel deserve to, I, I deserve mm. to feel clear headed yeah. and clear minded. True. But don't, don't think of these kind of voices as something negative. I believe that they are actually messengers. Uh, from mm -hmm. uh, messages from your body and you should listen to these messages so if they say oh god you really deserve the drink that probably means you have burned a candle on both ends and in the middle mm -hmm. and you probably haven't drunk enough water you probably haven't given your body the electrolytes the trace elements the vitamins that right. you need etc etc so your body is actually saying help i need something here but what your brain says oh it needs alcohol Right. Because that was the, the, the thing that was laid down at one stage in your past. At one stage, there was this glorious moment when you were in a similar situation. The alcohol came and you thought, wow, what's that? Or that could have been the sugar or it could have been a certain drug, um, a painkiller that suddenly not only helped the knee pain, but also the emotional pain. All these kind of things. So you get these messages, but they're often a bit garbled. And therefore, your body thinks, oh, it must be drug or it must be alcohol. Whilst if we were just to step back and actually think, OK, what else went, went, went wrong or went right today, then mm -hmm. very quickly you see a different picture. So therefore, don't be upset that you get these kind of visions or this kind of cravings. No, say, brilliant. Oh, thank you very much, body. You want to tell me something? Cool. I just pull over on a car. Yes, I could go straight to that bottle shop over there or to that drive-through liquor or whatever. Or I could actually say, okay, how was today? Close your eyes. You're in a safe place. You're on the side of the road. And actually just think. I think, okay, yes. Oh, you could murder a whole cheesecake. Okay, so you want sugar. You're craving sugar. Probably you're a bit behind in magnesium and selenium and all those kind of things, which, yeah, that sort of goes well with, with a sugar craving. It's... At the moment, you learn more and you listen to your body, but you then actually give the body what it really wants and really needs. But it it just doesn't know how to tell you that. Um, that's where the magic starts, and I think I like that, that is where we where we can be such different human beings. But it will not always go just like that. So we are here. What is today? Uh, the third of January, in second of January for you. Well, guess what? We're still just getting over the hangover from New Year. So don't just don't just imagine you're. No, it's going to be fine now. <laughs> no, um, there will be days when you are actually saying, "Oh, stuff it! Give me that drink," um, or "I have that cigarette," or whatever it is that that right now your body craves, and have it, and. Then, but do the same exercise, actually think through what is going on right now. What is that drink actually giving me? And you may very well find that after two, three drinks, your shoulders relax and you feel that warmth and you feel, oh, yes, that's nice. Okay, so now you know that, again, you've pushed yourself too hard. So why was that? Did you really have to do all those things that you did, obviously, to come to that point? Or mm -hmm. did you did you try to please everyone? Did you actually think about yourself at one stage or did you just 
be there for everyone else in those 15,000 roles that you tell yourself that you have to do perfectionally. Okay, you're, I mean, that's the, 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 the thing. We Nowadays in our lives, many women especially, my goodness, you have to be the best in everything. Uh, the best lover, the best wife, the best mother, the best sister, you name it. You have to be the best. My God. When does when do women actually accept that you are humans too? Oh, mm. And we boys, we, we are not much better, but we always have been that kind of. Uh, uh, <laughs> we both both genders and and people in the middle, non-binary guys. Don't get me started, okay? Or girls or whatever. Don't get me started because we're all the same. We're all trying to prove ourselves left, right, and center. And when do we actually look after ourselves? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. How long did it take you? You went to rehab 10 years ago, you said? You put mm -hmm. yourself... What? How long was the process by which you really started to untangle what was behind the habits? Ooh. I will get back to you once that process has finished. Is that okay? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is because... No, no, it's, it's trauma comes in layers. Healing comes in layers as well. So... Mm -hmm. Here I was after a month in this beautiful bubble of inpatient rehab. And I had, you know, I'm a doctor. I'm a type A personality. I nailed it. I was the best student. I was the best addict. I was the best rehab. And then life came. <laughs> and it has its ideas. So there we are. But it keeps going. And life has new ways of challenging you. And it is, I mean, 2023 has been a beep of a year for me um i don't wish it on anyone and it gave me certainly far more opportunities to grow far more opportunities to test my metal um not that i liked it um i had some really quite dark times there um but here i am i mean today this morning it was quite dark um but i've learned the principle of the the kind of five minute gardener and that principle means that it doesn't matter if it rains or shines. From now on, I will spend five minutes of my day in my garden. Five minutes that might be weeding. Then tomorrow, five minutes, maybe putting some seeds in. And then five minutes, etc. every day. After a week, I will see a difference. After mm -hmm. a month, my family will say, wow, the garden looks nice. And after three months, I've probably got tour buses coming along and say, whoa, nice garden. That is what the consistency brings. So if like today, I knew that, oh God, my mind is all over the show. I wanted to write an article. I wanted to do some productive thing. No way. And so I literally went in the garden, five minutes, which ended up 45 minutes. But I actually got some bits sorted and that was nice. And then I did something else. And again, and my kitchen looked like a mess. So I said, no, no. But instead of the kitchen, I then did the laundry. So it's it's five minutes and you try to squeeze five minutes here and there. And if absolutely your body and your mind screams, no, fine, move on to the next thing. Five minutes. And suddenly after two, three hours, I was in the middle of, of doing things, ticking things off. And it was nice. But it was because I took action. And that was then a habit I I... I cherished and created over those 10 years. That's not workaholic. That's a different thing. Let's let's point that out. But rather living intentionally and rather than, than I don't know, just hanging around and 
there are times for that too, but living intentionally and saying, no, I love my life. Um, I want to make the most out of it. And right now, okay, your brain doesn't want to work. <laughs> Fine with me. <laughs> let's do something else. <laughs> and maybe let's go for, for oh, that's right. I, I did some some time on a bike and I wasn't, I, I didn't want to want a bike. So I, I don't care. Five minutes. Come on, on the bike, you go. And I did. I did 10 minutes. Well, it was better than five. There you go. And it's those kind of things. So when you actually start developing habits that you can fall back on, then it is so much harder for you to to grab a bottle um, because you've developed new techniques, you develop new things. Um, last year, whilst it was one of the hardest years in living memory, I've also become a breath coach just because I can. Uh, I wanted to learn more about breath work. Um, I became a flexibility coach. Now I'm 57. I'm I'm as flexible as a brick. And who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> okay. My plan was to do the splits by by Christmas. I failed by uh, a few a few centimeters. <laughs> but you know, it is. I challenge me. I, I challenge myself. I, I go out there and and learn more. Um, because all these coping mechanisms, if you only rely on one, well, there will be times when you can't do that one coping mechanism. You just can't. But by having a variety of opportunities, of, of things to fall back on, it, it will be so much easier for you to come closer to that new version of yourself compared with had you only got one or two strings to your bow. Um, so I think that is the, the beautiful thing. And so therefore, and that story will continue. Mm -hmm. um, I will learn new things this year that I didn't know how to do last year. I will rekindle my love with juggling. Uh, when I was 18, I studied circus arts. That was a few months ago. <laughs> so, but here you go. So who cares? Let's let's get the juggling balls out again. And, you know, what's by it called? Juggling. Juggling. Or fire oh, okay. breathing. Circus arts. Um, tight ropes, you know, unicycle. Being an idiot, I love <laughs> clown. It. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> but, and it was just fun. It was something when I did that I did when I was younger. Um, it was good fun, but it it was fun. And sometimes the older we get, we forget to have fun. That is I think true. That is that is the lesson for me this year. I need to look more after my fun mm -hmm. uh, side. This is, and like right now, being here with you, that's very intentional. I'm having a ball of a time here. We are discussing, we are passionate, we are bringing out the best out of each other here. And that is fun. And so you guys out there listening to, to us here, what is the fun for you? Where is really, when was the last time you had a good belly laugh? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're not drunk or not right. under the influence, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sober fun. And I think that is the thing. If we start all cultivating these little things, not one a single thing there will get you to the end but if you start stacking them up it's like lego after mm -hmm. a while you get you get more and more and then finally you've got a death star or whatever you've created and there you are it's the same thing with habits and with with daily action but i think we need to stop from now and then stand back and new years and and the time after new year is actually beautiful because it allows you to do that. The only thing that I want you to do is don't make big resolutions, but rather think further down the line. Think who you want to be in six months, 12 months, two years time. 
and create that that vision and then by taking action it turns into a mission and that is beautiful so dream is vague vision crystal clear mission is you actually taking action and by doing that i think we can change ourselves and then together we can change the world that sounds corny but i actually i truly believe we can change the world um by living our life to the fullest and therefore pulling other people along even if they don't realize it that they are following right and i think that is that is a beautiful thing to do that's the legacy i want to leave i like that and in fact you have worked on that legacy and i see it behind you uh can you tell <laughs> a little bit about your book and the third it's coming Absolutely. up in Edition. Third edition. That's right. Oh, thank you very much for asking. Um, yes, that was that was the the well, not not the first book. It was uh, the the real the beautiful book, the My Steps to Sobriety. Was really my story coming out and really being more open about about my mental health struggles in the past, as well as um, uh, the the steps that I have taken. I just wanted to 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 pull it out of the the kind of religious sphere or the kind of oh you have to be really in uh with your with your face in the gutter kind of thing yes many of us have been there but bottom line is there's so much more to it and in steps to sobriety i've tried to to basically bring out all these these sensible kind of sequential steps explain them as if you would be helping a friend uh who is in a failing business there's certain steps that you would do to help your friend that are just pure logic i mean you actually translate them they're essentially the 12 steps of the aa so therefore i wrote that book and it has been a real beautiful journey and every with every book that you write the first edition is the baby and then the second edition yeah okay slowly but surely the toddler but you still are not happy with it now the third edition that's finally the young man who can go out into the world and <laughs> can can actually leave a legacy um so that's where the, the third edition is coming out now in january of 2024 and Wonderful. yes, it, it will be out as an ebook. Then, <laughs> oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I don't think I don't think the uh, the ideas have stopped yet. I think right. <laughs> there's so much more to come. Um, but that's that is wonderful. that is absolutely that is our our journey. And I think that's where you are. You are. I don't know who you will be in a year's time. Right. It will be a very different girl than you are now. And it's just right. the exciting things. So guys, come along on the ride. Uh, Elizabeth, she is providing such a beautiful, beautiful mm -hmm. um, theater, no, no, theater I'm, I'm lacking the word, stage for, for, uh, for us all to shine on and to learn from. And it's, it's just fantastic. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful time. If anyone wants to to chase, uh, check me out. Go to yes. nefinspiration.com. Um, you find everything there, um, and you check out Nef Inspiration, which is also my show um, on YouTube. And your YouTube so, channel, absolutely. Right? You YouTube channel, a podcast. You've got the book. That's what. That's what. <laughs> and and I'm still bored, so <laughs> there will be more. <laughs> but that's just fine. That's 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 what happens to you when you actually stop drinking and when you actually stop doing things that hold you back and rather right. focus your energy on the moment. And it's beautiful. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thanks so much for sharing your journey. Happy New Year to you. And <laughs> I know that the audience will love this. So thanks so much. 
It was an honor. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.